0: Let's go, ducks!
1: All right, all right. Welcome back to Slingy Manifesto. I'm here with SlingThatPill.com. Mr. Fairy Tale, it's been a minute. How we doing, brother?
0: We're good on a Saturday night, man. It's almost Christmas time. police Navidad!
1: police Navidad! We're a week from Christmas. It's December 18th. Um, we had a big, big day of sports. We had a lot of with bowl games started this weekend. We had some college basketball. Still going. And we had a banging ass UFC card, so I, I don't know. I don't have anything specific we need to talk about, but what what's on your mind at this moment in time?
0: I mean, watching that UFC card. Shout out to Chicago boy Bilal Muhammad, mm-hmm. aka I look like French Montana. Yeah, was- Bilal,
1: he got a he got the easy dominant win by decision. He won all three rounds clearly. One of the judges had him winning thirty to twenty five which means he had two 10-8 rounds. I don't think I've seen a 30-25 to 25 scorecard all year. So so shout-out to the boy. Shout-out to Derek Lewis, the knockout king, for making us some money. Yeah, that was awesome. So, yeah, it was good. Uh, overall, so on Tepology.com, I have an account. And I, I make my picks for every um, card. I went 11 for 13 tonight.
0: It was pretty with, good.
1: With the two L's, were just both underdogs. One was the Shia-san women in the one of the early fights, and the other was Hun Sucker, who got fucking leg kicked to hell, or I mean face Wait, kicked was that, out.
0: Was was that the guy who got beat by the dude who was like,
1: yeah, the huge dude,
0: very overweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like, what happened? So like, obviously, when that fight started, and you could just see that the dude who didn't make weight was. Better than the dude who made wait the Henry Hunsuckle. Is that his name? I like got yeah. kind of a fire ass. That's like a cat's definitely a character name. Harry like,
1: Hunsucker.
0: Harry Hunsucker. Like that's such a character ass name. Um so like, okay, he got his ass beat. He got beat like he got would he get knocked out. Was that what happened?
1: Yeah, he had his full guard up on his face and, <laughs> and the he got leg kicked, right? He got kicked in the face and it penetrated the guard and he had his full guard up and he still got knocked out by it which just shows how fucking powerful his heavyweights are but yeah so so what's your
0: so if you're if you're that dude who won but you didn't make weight like what happens?
1: you lose a percentage of your purse so first of all let's just say so this justin toffa guy is a heavyweight fighter and the heavyweight limit is 265 pounds. That's the weight you have to make a heavyweight. He weighed in at 267. He is the first heavyweight to not make weight in the history of the UFC, which is an incredible statistic because uh, there's some big motherfuckers in the UFC. Even Derek Lewis has made weight every single time he's fought. Um, so I'm not entirely sure of like the exact ruling because it's been it's changed. And there's also exceptions made. The UFC is very, um, like, if you're a fighter with a lot of merit, you get certain privileges. So earlier in the year, we saw Paulo Costa uh, go up against Marvin Vittori, and that fight was supposed to be at 185. Um, But they ended up fighting at 205 pounds because Paulo Costa couldn't make weight. And Costa only lost 20% of his purse. Um. And so, Costa won. No, Costa lost. But oh, he, so Vittori, Vittori made. He was he was able to make the one eighty five. They said, okay, we're gonna do catch weight one ninety five. Costa's like, I can't make that. So they're like, okay, we're gonna do it at light heavyweight two hundred five. And Costa lost, per, like I think it was twenty percent of his purse because of that, and he still lost. But um, so like tonight for Tafa at heavyweight. He weighed in a pound over, and he probably lost twenty percent of his purse. So it's like he's losing the same amount as someone who is twenty pounds overweight the original weight class. Um, but there's like, I want to say there's been times where it's like if you're a pound over, you lose ten. If you're two pounds over, you lose twenty. If you're three plus, you lose thirty percent. Because Shiasan, the other, mm-hmm. um, she was she also missed weight. She lost thirty percent of her purse tonight. Oh my god, Marshall.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you see that? Okay, yeah. it's out of balance. That's good. That's good. They didn't recover it. So yeah, right now we got the Marshall, Louisiana game. Uh, what bowl is it? The New Orleans bowl, the R plus L carriers, New Orleans Bowl. And we got Ducks versus number one Baylor at a tie game with 10 minutes left. So we're right now. But yeah, so if you're if you're right. overweight, all you all you well, all what happens is you lose a percentage of your money for the fight. That's basically it. Because it was like
0: that, the dude who didn't make weight was very superior to the guy that he faced.
1: Yeah, he he fucked him up. Like, he was I would
0: I would love to see like, who? What was the dude's name who didn't make weight? Tafa. Like, let me know when his next fight is because I am intrigued by what I saw.
1: No, yeah. So last week at UFC 269, like, Taitui Vasa is the same type of fighter as Justin Tafa. They're both. They're literally both from. I know Tafa's from from Australia. I think Tuivasa's from New Zealand. I'm not entirely sure, but they both have the sick tattoos, like the tribal tattoos. Yeah, the Maori big, guys, big, big heavyweight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Maori. They're big heavyweights, and they both they've got knockouts and back back weeks. Um, so yeah, all that happens, and also Dana is very stingy. If if you're like a fringe fighter and you can't make weight, like the odds are you might get cut. But if you're Paolo Costa and you've fought for a belt before and you're 20 pounds over your original weight, then you're still going to get the fight and you're, you're, you're fine. You're still going to get be, be ranked and shit. So it, it, it's just the UFC as a whole is stingy, especially with like performance of the nights. Like tonight, there was like five fights that could have got performance of the night. Two got them and one of them I didn't even have in the running. But it is what it is. It was a good card. I'm glad that you tuned into it because it, it was a violent ass fucking showing.
0: Yeah, and it also helps. Like, I had the I had a little parlay of, like Ricky Simone, the Polish guy, and the other dude, the first main main card fight. Who was that again? Um, Swanson, yeah, Swanson, yeah. I had both yeah. parlayed, that was nice. Yeah, and all three of those, dudes wrote got on the, yeah. and mean, we both wrote on the Muhammad money line and Lewis money line, and we parlayed both. That was your credit. That was very that was very nice to see. But but yeah, like good good close on the UFC. Um I, I'm 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 excited to see what, what's in the cards for the next year. Like hey, let's keep going. You
1: have 2021 was the year of Slimmy UFC. 2022 is gonna be the year of Mr. Fairytale UFC.
0: I mean, I I'm with it, you know. I like now, watching now that it.
1: now that football's gone on yeah. Saturdays. But that's know, a lot
0: of it. too. like now that I don't have college football to track and just see what the fuck's going on. Like I, you know,
1: it, yeah, I'm I'm exactly. ready. I'm ready. We got a month off before the next event, and then the second event of the year is a pay per view. So we're gonna be big banging. I'm excited. I'm gonna be talking with with uh, Art Torres. We're gonna do we're gonna do a little yearly recap. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to our live show live from the Luxor in Vegas, but we 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 put nominees out for our awards of the year. Is very electric, so we're gonna we're gonna revisit those. We'll be back. Um, overall, so b- basketball is kind of getting going. I don't know how much you've gotten into it. I know for me, like I'm, I'm not gonna be able to get into basketball, NBA or NCAA until January when the bowl season is over. Um, but do you have any thoughts on like either the Illini or just any any basketball in general?
0: I mean, first I'll just start off the NBA. Um, yeah. as I might have mentioned beforehand. I've pretty much watched a lot of the Bulls game and Oak oh, Baylor. <laughs> um. But yeah, I've, I've watched mostly, if not every Bulls game, not not all of them, but most of them. And they're a good team. You know, Bulls, it, and especially me growing up, you know, I'm pretty much as a Bulls fan. When the Bulls are good, then that's just life always is a good. Plus. Uh, life is good. Yeah. Especially when they're really good and life is really good. So. Like they start out really well. I like the players, as we know, we've talked about, you know, DeRozan, Monza Ball, Levine, etc. Caruso, like good, like front office killing the Io. Awesome season. Like I O, yeah, shouts ILL. But you know, that's that's a good team in the Eastern Conference. But as you know, they were the first team, and now what seems to be a rash of teams who is getting just decimated by COVID. And yeah, you know, the NBA, it's been about two months. Every team has played about 30 games. Things have been fine up until this last week, which coincides with the new variant. And, yeah, it just seems like it is trending towards where you're going to see a and, – and, you know, we could go off of this, but – and, I mean, I can even talk about NBA teams that I have watched a little bit. But, overall, it just seems like the NBA is in a weird place because you have a lot of players that are out and – yeah, I mean, I just don't know what's going to be next because you have a lot of teams on pause.
1: The future is but
0: murky. The future is murky, but like just Chris, Christmas of, is yeah, in a week. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Christmas is in a week. I'm very concerned about the NBA Christmas slate at this point because, like, there's gonna be so many players out with COVID. Like, what kind of lineups are we gonna be seeing on Christmas Day? Yeah,
0: and it's it's like the the Lakers were are, like play the Nets, which is scheduled and. You know, the Nets. Um Katie Baylor's covering and- now. Yeah. Katie- covering now, by the way.
1: Yes, I know. Um, that's
0: awesome. But yeah, Katie, Kyrie, and- <laughs> Kyrie, LOL, and James <laughs> Harden, they're all they're all gonna be out. So, like you're gonna see a G League team against LeBron and a bum squad of G League guys. And uh,
1: the, infor- the unfortunate thing is like those games shouldn't be happening but the NBA makes so much money on christmas that they're going to find a way to, to air those games
0: dude i think what they might do and we might see this monday tuesday they might move they might change the matchups
1: i wouldn't like, i mean not, they might have to they i'm their being like is, I, their their hand is is forced right like yeah cuz
0: i mean the nba owns i mean they don't own christmas because there's nfl
1: games that day
0: <laughs> are there really like, yeah, there's two NFL games on a oh, Saturday. Oh, because it's on a it's Saturday cold. this week. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, you know, it's like NBA Christmas, but I mean, that's why I'm like, you know, the NBA is awesome, but I'm also, it's it's just hard to talk about what's going on. I mean, I mean, we saw Steph on Thursday or whatever. Yes, they, dude. Shout like, out to Steph. Like that was sick. Shout out to Steph. Like incredible. He hey, hey Dray-
1: Draymond might be Defensive Player of the Year again.
0: Yeah, like shout out i mean we'll talk about them probably later in the year but but like i said man it's it's hard to talk about the nba right now with like given the circumstances like i just hope everyone's healthy like it sucks because the bulls were rolling you know they're 17 and 8 and COVID started hit they lost two games before then they had to get postponed yeah just get everyone healthy like the nba would probably do themselves some good taking a pause of some sort and like, I don't know, man. It, it's just like re-
1: reinforcing like some sort of bubble situation because the way that like Omicron variant is spreading like wildfire across the NFL is fucked up by it too. I don't know what game it was, but it got moved back um, to like a Tuesday, which is hilarious because we're back to that bullshit again. And the NFL is just a joke in general because it's just bullshit. Um, yes, Marshall. Yes, uh, no, like for the Bulls, though, like they're at this point in the season, like you said, 30 games in at this point around there and they're overachieving their expectations already. So and they've had a couple like bad losses, like they lost to the Rockets. I think they lost to the Pistons one night, like shit like that. Like they've been able to to just have those like fuck around games, but then against the, the top competition, they have really balled out, which is good to see. But it's very hilarious that Kyrie Irving sat out the entire year because he refused to get vaccinated. And then COVID started to fuck up the Nets. And they're like, we need guys. And Kyrie's like, okay, here I come. I'm going to be a part-time player. I'm going to play where I'm allowed to play. And then literally two hours later, he goes on COVID protocol. So is KD. Like, That's just... That's very ironic. It's like almost. It's not even ironic. It's like post irony, like post modernist humor. That fucking <laughs> that happened. I don't know exactly,
0: man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm chilling on a Saturday morning. And I'm just laughing at my Twitter timeline. Just, just laughing. I mean, obviously, if someone gets sick, someone gets COVID. That's not. I mean, I had, you know, I had fucking COVID. We yeah, so COVID. did I, bro. Like, we both, we both yeah, had COVID. It's not, it's not it's it's serious. It's not fun, but...
1: We got that Delta just, variant, baby.
0: Yeah, but it's just like... Yeah, like you said, I'm just laughing at, you know... I, I know one minute I see on Twitter, oh, Kyrie is going to join the Nets, going to be able to play in Oklahoma City often, and then three hours later, whoa, just like, Kyrie Irving is in virus protocol. <laughs> <laughs> like, they... Ah man, they they're gonna do something on Christmas, then I think they're gonna be a pause, man. And it, it's it's tough because right now, now we're watching college basketball and you're see, you're starting to see a reflection of what happened last year with you know programs just going on quote unquote COVID pause. Yeah. Um and so yeah, college basketball, especially in the next two, three weeks, that'll be interesting to monitor.
1: I I just think in general, the whole COVID thing is just We're we're approaching the two year mark, like we're we're like four months away from the two year mark of like the COVID pandemic. The shit hasn't stopped at all. People are like, "Oh, we're post COVID now, like we can go out." I mean, I'm part of that fucking group. I was at UFC two sixty nine last week. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna act like I'm fucking still in my house like that after what as we're approaching the two year mark. But it seems like this this new variant. Apparently, like, it's less lethal, as in, like, people don't experience as many symptoms. Like, a lot of people with the Omicron variant, I guess, are asymptomatic. But apparently, it's more contagious than previous variants. So, I think that's part of the reason why we're seeing, like, more and more, like, NBA, NFL, COVID positives. Meanwhile, apparently the the NCAA is it, they're only testing symptomatic players. I think is which is why all these bowl games are just rolling along. So it's like I, I'm I'm glad that it's less lethal. That's awesome. I would love for COVID to go away uh percent but if, if people are not gonna be feeling because like you like we said you and I both had it. That shit is not fun. It is terrible. Fuck COVID. We're both vaccinated. We both I got my booster shot a couple of days ago like i'm trying my best to fucking stay away from this shit but it's like i think at this point in time with the holidays coming up people are going to be gathering more like with their families and shit like i wouldn't be surprised if if we see pauses not only in like professional sports leagues but like just in schools and just like the world in general again i think it's it, it's almost ramping up the numbers to to that level
0: yeah i mean i would agree you know i we we both work in places that where that's going to be something that's to be considered. And I'm thinking January, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but it's just after the next two weeks when everyone's, like you said, gathering, et cetera, et cetera, it'll be interesting to see what happens in January, not only with sports, but just real life. Um, because like I said, you know, we're at a spot where this, this virus, this disease, you know, it, it's spreading, like, this is more than it's ever spread before, but the effects are not as much, so and then it's just like, okay, then how do we handle this? Because I don't fucking know, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it just it just seems like, I mean, I don't know, shit could change a week, but I think right now, just based on what's going on, like, it's just going to be like operation until we don't have it. it's going to be like operation is normal until we can't. You know, like, we're watching this Ducks game right now, and it's full capacity in a blue state, you know, like, it's just operation yeah. until, until the Ducks we, program shuts down, yeah, until, right. you know, so, and then it's, like, the college football semifinal games around New Year's Eve, like, that'll
1: be full like, capacity. Well, yeah. The- yeah, I
0: mean, shit, man, I don't know, though, maybe Michigan, like, Michigan or all those teams, they might have people who test positive for COVID, but if they're asymptomatic, then they're not and, like, the NFL just like, it's going to basically be, you know, if you're asymptomatic, then just don't say anything.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you if, know, like, exactly. Like, if you're the powers that be in, like, the NCAA or ESPN or whoever the fuck runs the college football playoff, your rule right now is we're only testing symptomatic players. Yeah. Which it's, like, that's not the – that's not like the, the, the smartest thing to do. <laughs> no, that like, is not,
0: no, it's not the smartest thing to do, but like for public health it, it, reasons,
1: it's not the best, but if you're, if you want those games to happen, you're, you're going to, that's what they're going to do.
0: That, that's the smartest thing to do if you're a sports league.
1: Yeah. And if you would have told me in March, 2020, that this shit is still just rampant as fuck at this point. Like I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's incredible. Honestly, and just like going back to the UFC, like I know fighters that are in like New Zealand, like Australia, they have much more harsh COVID protocols. So it's like Dan Hooker is an example. It, Izzy Adesanya has a title fight coming up in February in Houston. Like Volkanovski, like there's all these guys, these great fighters that come from that area of the world. And their COVID laws are much more stringent than that of the U.S., so it is like challenging their livelihood. So it's going to be interesting, interesting to see what happens with that. I know, like, there's been talks that that gym, I, I, think, I think it's City Kickboxing, I forget the name of it, but like, there's been talks that like, we got to move to the US because we can't fucking operate. You know, they, they're shutting the gym down because of the, the people in there, like, close contact and shit. So, you know, in, in a global scale, it affects, it affects everyone, dude. Like, I, I'm so fucking tuned into, like, just being an American, which is incredible. I cannot believe it. I think about it all the time. Like, holy shit, dude. Being in America is, is insane. Like, it's good and oh, bad dude, it, for, it's for different no. reasons.
0: It's, it, it, it's a wild experience, a human.
1: It's great because we got all these great sports. Just I, I, there's so many things I love about being American, and then there's the things like uh, this Friday working in the education system. It was apparently "quote unquote" national shoot up your school day, and that killed my vibe. Luckily, yeah, nothing <laughs> at our respective schools. Nothing went down, but it's like the fact that that's a thing is just that's just only in America, man. That's only no, I like I, I, I had no idea that was even a thing, man. It was no, nope. was... we got a mass email friday morning yeah was like, oh my god
0: yeah like i i was like it was like 7 15 and like school day starts at 7 30 i was like all right it's friday like let's get through the day everything's ready like everything's fine and 720 i get a text and am like okay we're gonna go through like uh, we're gonna check every student's backpacks yeah and it's just like shit man well it's 720 on a friday
1: like yeah, my shit. My school was we we were not like checking bags and shit, but like the the protocol was like don't let students in the hallways unless absolutely necessary, passing periods, patrol the halls, be extra vigilant. Like that shit is only in America, man. Only in America and but also only in America, man, you get to go to fucking UFC 269 and go watch Cody Garbrandt get his chin knocked off again. So like it, it's a it's a it's a give and take relationship. But just yeah, it, this covid shit is crazy. It seems to be affecting our sports lives more recently, which we had a nice like 6-month period where we didn't have to worry about it. Yeah,
0: that that was fun.
1: But um I, I wanted to ask you speaking of just this uh this college football season has been awesome. Yeah, yeah, we
0: have we haven't we haven't
1: talked a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. L- l- like l- l- I don't, I don't even, even start. A lot that's happened. A dude. lot has happened, yeah. dude. Like we, we started off early. Like the first six weeks, we were pretty good about chopping it up about college football. But like now, like we're we're over with all the conference results. Like, yeah, man, all, man it's I mean, bowl sh- season. Sh- sh- yeah. Oh. Like what? What's up? Like college football playoff, man. We got. What's up? We need a break. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pause. Publish... We'll be right back. Commercial break. Starting now. All right, commercial break over. I have no idea what we were talking about beforehand, but currently, uh, we're we have Baylor minus seven against Oregon. They're up eight with a minute thirty to go. Um, you're Oregon, ahead of me a little bit. Okay, I'm a little bit ahead. It's, I won't. I won't do any spoils. But um, now we're, we're
0: talking about we're talking about college football happenings.
1: Yes, we were. We were. But I just, I'm just giving an update. Oregon won the first half. They came out pretty strong. We have Baylor minus seven because we just faded the Ducks because they big, big ass shit this year. What's up? Can you hear me? It looks like Mr. Fairytale is having some technical difficulties. I'm going to give this a pause. We'll be right back. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You're, I think your internet in that room is trash. Oh shit!
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, here, let me let me move. Oh, it shouldn't be.
1: You Yeah, I can hear hey. you. It just you you cut off there for for a hot
0: minute. All right, let me let me let me completely lock let
1: me completely lock myself in. This is your internet, and it's a little sus. Do you hear me now? Yeah, no, I can hear you. You're good now. You just cut off for that that one hot minute.
0: Oh, okay. Well, that's good to hear then. Yeah, okay, we're oh. good. So,
1: I'm just updating on the status. Baylor's four for 12 from free throws. They're about to not cover this minus seven. But I have Marshall plus four and a half. They're up five going into the fourth. Uh, fairy tale has the live money line. So, that one's looking pretty good. So, we're just watching those games live. Like, hopefully, like, my whole thing with this Ducks game, if they beat Baylor, that would be awesome. But if they're going to lose, I need them to lose by more than seven. It's currently a seven-point game. Will Richardson's shooting the second half of his uh, one-and-one. So that's a little troubling. But, you know, that's just a position we find ourselves in. So college football, can you hear me still? Yes, I can, sir. Okay. I just want to make sure. All right. So, college football playoff predictions. I think we should uh, maybe ponder. We got Cincinnati and Alabama and Michigan, Georgia. Who is your who's going to win? I guess is the first question.
0: All right. Um, I mean, I have Bama. Like, I, I don't hate have it. Bama to win, but I'm, I'm very hesitant to bet the spread. Like, I, I just against Cincy. Against Cincy, like this is a and this is a matchup that we've never seen before. We have the, we have a really good power five against, know we have a yeah, really good power best, five. I'd say. <laughs> I don't know, man. Cincy, we'll see. I don't know, like who the fuck they beat. They beat Notre Dame. They beat Indiana,
1: and they beat the fuck out of everyone in the AAC.
0: So. Oh my Give god! Give me Bama though. Actually, never mind. I, I'm, you're ahead of me, so don't don't spoil this. I don't care what happens. I'll lose a bet. That's fine. That's okay. But as long as
1: Marshall wins, we're good.
0: Yeah, as long as Marshall wins. But I mean, fuck, man. I, going to my head, I'd probably say Bama. And then I might I think my special play might be the bet on Michigan to win it all. Okay. Because I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not against that at all. I, think, I don't really – I have no idea. Yeah, I, I think if you look back at Georgia's schedule, I mean, they played Clemson, who – you know, Clemson wasn't – Clemson's not Clemson anymore. Until no, they went 9-3, and three, though. They weren't bad. They weren't bad, but they're not Clemson. Um, they played, like, Kentucky, who's good, good. Who's, like, a good, good, but not great, um, like – Georgia beat Florida. I did not watch a second of that game, but we all saw what happened to Florida. Right. Like, I mean, they beat Tennessee. Sure. Good for you. I don't know, man. Like, then they played Bama, who was the best team in the West. They played the best team in the West, and they got thoroughly dominated by a weaker Bama, a weaker
1: quote unquote Bama
0: team. Yeah. Oh yeah, a weaker Bama team. And we'll we'll see how their psyche is going up against a Michigan team who is very physical, very efficient, very effective at what they do with momentum. So yeah. I I, think, momentum. I, think the, I I think I think the best play is Michigan. I think what it is, like plus eight right now. I haven't checked, but if if I was a pick right now, I'd probably I'd probably still put the Alabama spread and the Michigan spread.
1: Okay. I don't hate that at all. I'm very confused by by the Bama Cincy spread, um, but I think Bama's gonna win, and I think I think Georgia's gonna beat Michigan. Like you I, I definitely so man. I think if you're gonna put a future on to like win the championship, if you take Michigan, that's not a terrible pick. But like I I totally see like a Bama Georgia rematch in the final. You know what I'm saying. Like I, I see that happening just just very clearly. And that's stupid to say, yeah. but it's like you see in these in these college football playoff games, usually the semifinals are boring as fuck. I hope that's not the case this year. But it's like if the two favorites win, is anyone gonna be surprised? Probably not.
0: I mean, no, but and like that's the way they set it up. But oh man, I, I can just see Georgia like their, their whole psyche. Got flipped upside down. I think like it's it, it's it's part of like also. I will say the one bet I do have out is I bet on Alabama to win it all. Um, I don't hate that, pl- dude. Plus plus hundred. You know, like, that's, that's that's
1: that's a good bet. Like Bama is very well. Like they're the fucking number one seed. Of course, that's a good bet.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I just, I mean, obviously, what's ah! going to actually happen is. Just whatever. Obviously, what is going to happen is opposite of what I'm about to say. But I just, I just see. Oh, that's not good. I, I just see like, because you know, like the whole season, everyone's talking about Georgia. Like this is the best defense ever. They're dominant. They beat everybody. Blah 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 blah. But one, they did not face a team who was a high powered offense all year. Yeah. To, that could even challenge their defense. And two, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, I think I think number my number two is the same thing as my number one. Yeah. But anyways, like what I'm saying is like, and then they played the one good offense they're gonna play all year, and they get their shit rocked. Yeah. And so it's like, how what's the morale within that program after that? After not only do you spend the entire season being the top dog, and then, and then you get your ass kicked by the same team that is cleaning your clock every season if you play them.
1: See, okay, and first of all, did not you only that? The... Not only that, but your D.C. Yeah. is gone,
0: Two. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to hit. that.
1: We'll, we'll get to that. Did you see the hit that Louisiana just put on the Marshall partner Turner? Did you see that? I did. That was yeah, an dude. incredible hit. It was a def- definite targeting, though. Targeting like, that, was, that was incredible. But, no, I, like, I get what you're saying. Like, Georgia, they were they ran through the regular season. They really didn't face anyone that was, like, imp- super impressive, like, especially offensively. But it's like, yeah, they lost to Bama in the SC Championship, but it's like, how many times does that fucking happen? Of course, Bama's going to win the SC Championship. Mm-hmm. Like, I. I understand that there's reason to doubt Georgia now, but it's like we didn't doubt Georgia all year until literally right now. Like, I don't think, I, I think it's a little bit over, like you're, I, I agree with your take. Like, what you just said is very accurate. But I think there's a little bit too much stock going into that thought process. And I think Georgia could very well just win the national championship still. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. And like, it might just be me just.
1: No, oh, it's not like, just, just you. Be, it's definitely not this, just you because you're like I, like I said, like that's a very logical point you just add.
0: But but yeah, no, like you you can't discredit what Georgia did the first twelve games. Like my whole standpoint is just like I <laughs> said, like <laughs> what now? What he now? missed the
1: he missed the first free throw, brother.
0: I just don't say anything. Crisp seven. Blue hair
1: guy. A crisp seven. Hey, we'll fucking see if this is a crisp seven.
0: Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see if it's a crisp seven. Oh, it's nice. the crispiest okay, seven. It's the see.
1: crispiest seven. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. oh. Baylor like wins hear, by I eight. I like to hear that. Baylor wins by eight. Wow. Oh. The
0: the sevens are crispy.
1: The sevens are fucking crispy. I we, we had a little uh we we're we we're trying to figure out what we were gonna pick yes. this morning and uh Slimmy stated that the plus seven at Utah State was looking very crisp and that was the rationale we used to write it. Yes. And Baylor minus seven was very crisp and it just hit by a point.
0: It was actually shit. incredibly I'm, I'm sweaty. Glad, I'm glad I heard. It worked out, actually. That never happens.
1: It, it never happened. <laughs> now we need Marshall. Marshall has the ball up five, first and ten. They're looking to put this game away. If they win, that will cap off maybe one of the better days of the Slimmy manifesto. Definitely in the last couple months because slimy has been a little bit cold. That was incredible. All right. We are locked up.
0: It's a good cover.
1: That was awesome. We're 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 heating up a little bit, I think. End the year hot. Start the year hot. 2022 is the year of the gambler. <laughs> it's the year of Slimmy and, and Mr. Fairy
0: They're walking around with giant
1: uh, dice
0: pieces in the streets during yes. New Year's. Just just the New Year's parade. It's all dice pieces
1: okay you you had a you had a, a, a remark on george's defensive coordinator he is going to coach in the college playoff. Oh, he's gonna coach oh, he's he, gonna coach he's Georgia. yeah really yeah he's co- he he was on so dan Lanning was hired first of all dan landing was hired as the next oregon ducks head coach this is big, slimy news that we need to fuck. I have my Oregon football sweatshirt on right now. This is my Saturday sweatshirt, baby. This is the slimy Saturday sweatshirt. The Oregon football sweatshirt I wear every Saturday during degenerate season. Dan Lanning is the new head coach. Mario Cristobal is at Miami. First of all, what are your thoughts on that? But also, I will say Dan Lanning, he is going to coach Georgia in the college football playoff. That is a fact.
0: Um, first of all, I mean, Christobal going to Miami, like, first of all, I'm never going to, like, I have told you, like, I'm never going to fault someone for going home.
1: At all. No, you can't someone for
0: going home. That, that's fair. I mean, I just think that, and I've texted you the last two years, like, not, I mean, Christobal built, I mean, I'm not going to minimize what he built, which was a top two program in a power five, like top 10 ish. 15 ish, like, program, you know, like, you, you cannot yep. ever discredit that, but, you know, got a lot of talent there. But at the same time, you know, obviously last year, COVID season, still, 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 still pretty, still pretty, uh, like, like, like last season was underwhelming. And I mean, this season, you, you had a great win. And you Ohio beat.
1: State Oregon beating Ohio State in the horseshoe, still like top five overall, just in the country, top five win of the year. It's gotta be top
0: five win of the year, but as this as the season went on, it also became yeah, one of the more puzzling results of the year. Yeah. very um, true. I mean, obviously, I'm I'm never gonna discredit Oregon for going in there having an amazing game plan, like their offensive game plan was awesome. They made plays. Do also, we, do, had, but... we
1: had C.J. Verdell, man. It, I fucking – Yeah. I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's like C.J. Verdell getting hurt in that Stanford game out for the season. It's very sad. Like, his overall career at Oregon is – it's a very tragic tale because he had injuries in, I think, three of his, like, four seasons. Like, significant injuries. And it's like when that dude was healthy, he was one of the best backs in the country. So, uh, just – it's very shitty to see. Um, Travis Dive is very good. And it seems like he's going to come back for another year, which is awesome. But it's just like, it's Are you it's kidding season. me
0: for his, for his seventh football season at Oregon?
1: Uh, it, it's his fifth, brother. It's his fifth. It would be his fifth. He's got that extra COVID eligibility year. He's non NFL talent. Why not? Um, I don't know. No, hey, I'm just, happy. He's funny. Funny. good. Bro. Good for them. Good for he's them. Good. them. Yeah. He's good. So yeah, shout out to him, but it's just like CJ Verdell is one of my bigger. I've got a few what ifs in the uh, in my Oregon space fandom, but it's like CJ Verdell being healthy is definitely one of them because when he was healthy, that dude was a game changer, and you saw that against Ohio State. But um, sorry, sorry, I don't even remember what you're talking about. I'm talking no, about I Oregon, mean, it's
0: just yeah, it's just like, I mean, the COVID season was underwhelming, and then yeah, Tyler
1: Shuck was the quarterback. Season. Let's just cancel out yeah. time
0: shock. Let's just forget yeah. about it. And then like I just think the the game at Utah pretty much ended everything. Like Yuck. you know what I mean? Like like that was that was just a clear statement as to well, like after that game, I was like, okay, like, like Mario's probably going to Miami. Right. You know what I mean? Like that—that that was the first time I think. Not only me, but if you're an educated following dogs fan, I'm not even calling myself. No, I'm not even calling myself one. But like, you're like, okay, like this is not like, dude, they were what, like number five or whatever. Like, th- this is a this is a playoff caliber. They're team. number three, dude. Number three, yeah, they're they're in, they were a, in playoff team, position. Yeah, this is a team in playoff position, and you. Like, that was probably the worst performance from a ranked team, from a playoff caliber team all year. Like, they had oh, the best 100%. performance, and they also, they also had the worst performance.
1: Highlight of the year was the first initial playoff rankings when Oregon was number four. I I, I audibly laughed. I was like – once Ohio State was, like, number five, I was like, oh, my God. Like – that, that, like, hey, I'll never – I will yeah. always ride the high of being a playoff team for, like, three weeks. That was awesome. That was fun. That was a lot of fun.
0: But, I mean, part of it was also, like, you kind of knew that was a little, little – No, it was fraudulent. fraudulent as
1: fuck. It was fraudulent as fuck. Yeah. And we – lost. We our only two losses since that point. We lost twice. We lost regular season to Utah. We lost the Pac-12 championship to Utah, combined 70-16. to 16 some of the just were literally the two worst games i've ever watched as a ducks
0: fan like like utah like stole the heart of mario Cristobal's entire program like like it's, it's a complete rebuild almost you know what i mean
1: it's like, no it like, is no it you, is not it, a complete
0: it is it's not a complete rebuild in the sense of you have to rebuild talent but like the entire culture the entire the culture, way you do of things course
1: yes that is entire yeah true.
0: like like Utah stole the heart and liver and the lungs and the. Again, like, the writing I, after
1: after the first loss to Utah, and all the smoke of Chris going to Miami, like the writing was on the wall. It was like, okay, this is probably yeah. the end of an era, like the Chris era. The Chris Ball era, at Oregon was very successful, so like, I, and. Like you said before, you can't fault Chris Ball for going home. He's from Miami area. He went to school there. He played at the U. I hope I hope he fucking wins the ACC next year. Like I, I'm gonna be ruined for Miami if Miami's good again. That would be so much fun.
0: He probably will, man. The ACC sucks.
1: Yeah, that too. Clemson's going down. Like it's a very winnable conference. It's almost all right. I will. I was very takey of me. Cristobal was at Oregon during USC's like worst four years of the decade, and he's coming into Miami while Clemson is very much on the down arrow. So he might be able to capitalize. Off of FSU two sucks too contests. right now. And yeah, Evis, you just had yeah, the yeah, one yeah. recruit in the country flip to a <laughs> mid major. That's hilarious. No, uh, not even a Division One team. Exactly. Yeah, oh. not even FCS team. That's and, unreal. Uh, Try to Florida has,
0: a, yeah, yeah. Florida has a new coach, so
1: okay. Um, yeah, I yeah. like Dan Lanning, though. I think he's a good hire.
0: So you look at the schedule. What's your the expectation next year?
1: <laughs> That's a tough question. I would have to relook at the Pac-12 schedule but i know our non-conference we play georgia week one eastern washington and then week three we have byu which is if we go two and one i will be ecstatic like if we can be if we can be eastern washington and byu like we'll, we'll be we'll be fine like if we can upset georgia then you might see oregon number three again in the power rankings but um that, that's like the Ohio State game this year, dude. Like, that was week two. It was like, okay, if we can pull this shit off, like, we're legit national title contenders. And Oregon was legit. This is the thing, bro. When you're a fan of a team like Oregon, you legitimately have a shot to win your conference every year. You legitimately at least have a shot to be top three in your conference every year. And a year like this, like, you have a shot to be a legit tile contender for at least half the season. Oregon was a legit title contender for, like, nine weeks. Like, as a fan, that's all I want. If As long as we're, like, getting nine wins a year, I'm fucking fine, dude. Like, I get so stressed out about one. We, we, we won the fucking Pac-12 the last two out of the last three years. That's awesome. I mean, last year's title, though, like, come on. Yeah, but... You're you claiming on paper, that. i paper. Man. I'm claiming that shit. Of course I'm claiming that shit, bro. We had to beat USC for that shit. We beat the fuck out of them on their home stadium. Of course I'm claiming that. That whole Pac-12 season, they played a six-game Pac-12 season. That whole shit was fucked up. But guess who won it? The Ducks did. I don't know. I'm just saying, man, like, the Ducks... Fandom, especially, like, the Twitter spaces and shit, they're just very, you know, hyper-reactive. Dude, everything's going to be fine. Who in the North is going to compete with us in the next couple years? Seriously. Oregon State. Yeah, the bees. Yeah, they just lost to Utah State in the fucking Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yeah, they're at SP So that was a, that just pointing out to the season. That was a crisp seven from Utah State. That's a crispy seven. Hey, underdogs, dude. Underdogs have been balling out. I think all of the underdogs, except for Liberty, have covered.
0: All right, so um, fucking Western Kentucky.
1: uh, No, even starting Friday, Middle Tennessee State and NIU covered.
0: Middle Tennessee, NIU, Western Kentucky, UAB, UTEP. UTEP. Liberty covered, but then the Aggie's covered and Marshall maybe. Marshall maybe. Covers. Yeah. That's incredible. Sheesh. I mean shit, man. We should have actually rode your principles yesterday.
1: Hey man, if Marshall so Louisiana's driving. If Marshall covers the plus four and a half, that's a three and two day for me. I'll take it.
0: I don't know, man. I just think, like, next season college football, I mean, going to be
1: very, very funny. Did you see Casey Thompson, the Texas QB, is in the portal? I did. Someone's going to get some mid-ass quarterback
0: that might be good, like, four games of the year.
1: (laughs) Hey, we'll, we'll fucking see, man. Who the fuck knows? The transfer portal is also a crazy part. Of this new college football landscape, dude, like it's basically free agency. Recruiting is basically free agency. It's you need
0: Bo Nix and Oregon.
1: But when I said Oregon, I would welcome that. I mean,
0: shit, man, who else is gonna be quarterback? Ty Thompson. See, uh, he... <laughs> I mean, shit, why don't you play him then? Like, like what? Well, yeah, the other, like that's another question, man. Why aren't you playing if 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 you have? If you have a quarterback that you think is that good, then why are you not playing him when the incumbent is struggling? Like, what are you doing? Like, are you are you scared? Is he not good enough? Like, so that is very scary. Like projecting the ducks next year is because who will be the quarterback?
1: Who the fuck knows? I think AB is going to play in the Alamo Bowl though. Which is funny. I thought you were about to say AB
0: is going to be the starting quarterback next year. And I'm like, um, (laughs) I mean, shit, I don't know. I mean, I know he's this is his last year, right? Like, I'm just kind of fucking around. but He's got to be. I mean, yeah, he's the motherfuckers my age.
1: Okay. So, something just happened in the recording uh, airspace. You start to sound like an alien. I think something's fucked up on my end. That's okay. We've been going for like 45 minutes or something. So we're we're gonna cut this cut this a little bit short. Cause you just started to sound like a fucking gremlin, fucking gargoyle on the mic. I don't know what happened, but I sound like a goblin and
0: I don't sorcery. know if it's gonna show up on
1: the recording, but it it's it's very funny. Your whole is like fucking cutting in and out. It's kind of funny, but oh, um, oh,
0: my 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 last take. Hear me right now.
1: Keep going, run it out. It still sounds like you're an alien, but I don't know if it's gonna be on. Oh. The phone, but give it now.
0: Um. So RNL Carriers is the sponsor of the Marshall Ball, and I swear to God, they just did a commercial where they drove through Dixon, Illinois. <laughs> that, that's I all I saw. The say. same
1: shit. All right, so this is the Slummy Manifesto. So a we'll little catch up with Mr. Fairy Tale. Great, December 18th will go down as a great day of, of gambling. I love it. Uh, we'll be back. Oh, yeah, we'll be back. We're gonna have a live show. Uh, we're gonna do maybe, maybe we'll do a live show. We'll do a little bit of a yearly reward awards, just non specific to sport or anything. We'll just recap, uh, the year of twenty twenty one sport, and and we'll, maybe college football awards. Who, who the fuck knows? But we'll do a live show. We'll, we'll get boozed up, do a little live show. There's no harm in that. And uh, any
0: last thoughts? Um, I'm I'm ready to give out some awards. Let's wait a couple days. I, I will. Also, we have to do the um. The final SIG Bowl matchups as well. Yes. I've been um, procrastinating. I've been procrastinating, but we'll we'll have a whole show for that.
1: If the recording doesn't pick that up, we're going to get the SIG Bowl uh, championship. We're going to do it live. We're going to have a live show in the next couple weeks. It's going to be a banger. Um, Shout out to Mr. Tale. Shout out to Marlo, the UFC. Picker, he sucks at USC picks. Shout out to the UFC card. Shout out to the Black Beast, Knockout King, Derek Lewis. Shout out to Blah Muhammad. Shout out to Baylor covering that minus seven. Shout out to hopefully uh, – shout out to Utah State. Shout out to UTEP. Hopefully shout out to Marshall. If they can cover this plus four and a half, they can win that money line. We'll fucking see. And we'll catch you fucking next time. Peace.